It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. My accent is French. It's the first time joining the show. I want to start the show with giving you a little idea that I've actually shared with some friends of mine who are having a tough time. I said to them, you know, sometimes you know, you know, relationship, in their case, they're married, they have a fight, two fights, and they want to argue, counter-argue, be right, you're right, I'm wrong, blah, 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 blah. And I said to them, sometimes put some music on and stop talking and then wait the next day. We don't need to finish the argument the same night or the same day we started it because sometimes that leads to war. So you want to do something different? Just put on a nice record that you both like and sing or do a little dancing, do whatever. And the music really heals the soul. So just it works for my friends. I hope it works for you. Remember that. Anyway, if you have questions about your argument, your relationship, or something you want to ask me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Katie. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight? Well, I have been friends with someone for a really long time. Um, his name's Matt. And, um, you know, recently I kind of discovered that I have some feelings for him. And, you know, I, I, I let him know, but he doesn't really feel the same way about me. And I'm just, I'm just kind of wondering what your advice would be if, you know, if I should stay friends with him, you know, and hold on hope or, you know, if I should move on and, you know, tell him it's too hard. It, it's just been really hard on me to, you I'm, know. I'm sure. But first of all, how do you know for sure he doesn't like you? I mean, we talked about it a little bit. You know, I, I kind of like hinted to the fact that I kind of have some feelings for him. And, you know, it kind of seemed like he wasn't interested. Okay. So he's not. I got it. Okay. Now, the second question I have for you is why would you want to pursue or get close to somebody who doesn't want you? I don't know. He's just a really great person and, you know, someone that I could see myself with. That's why, you know, you find I, somebody I, you really connect with. I understand. But if it's not, you know, reciprocate, then you are uh, in a situation of, of suffering and pain emotionally. And it's going to drain you, Caddy. It's the thing is that if you are attracted by somebody who doesn't like you or doesn't want you, you are, you know, hurting yourself. I guess I didn't think about it that way. You know, I just thought about how wonderful he is, but I guess I didn't think about how it would bother me. You know, yeah, I mean, hurt me. exactly. What's going to happen is little by little, uh, you're going to still try to charm him. It's just when you like somebody, we never end unless we say, why in the world would I want somebody who, after all, doesn't want me back? Right. Mm -hmm. it's, and when you ask this question to yourself all the time, then it's easier to move on and say, that's life. I got to move and find somebody who likes me back or it's a waste of time. Well, thank okay? you. I appreciate it. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but uh, I'm here <laughs> to protect you and you. No, your I hearts. appreciate it. I really do. All right. You're welcome, Katie. Thank you for your call and, and you know what to do now. Yes, I do. Thanks. So now I got to go help somebody who sent me an Instagram DM because this person started to date someone that has dumped all her friends. Let's talk about that next. You're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question that comes to your mind, but you can't call in or the phones are busy. Just Instagram DM the question, at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's going on with Anthony tonight? Anthony says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anthony. Ever since my girlfriend and I started dating, she's completely dumped all of her friends and only wants to hang out with me and my friends. 
I've tried suggesting that she invite her friends to hang out with us, but she's just ignored it. How can I explain to her that it's important for me that she has her own social life that doesn't rely on me to go out? Mm. That's a good question. You start dating somebody and they dump all their friends to be with you all the time. Houston, we have a problem and a solution coming up next. How would you feel if you start dating somebody and this new partner decides after just a couple weeks to dump all her friends, all their friends, all of them, and only wants to hang out with you? How would that make you feel? And what could you tell that new partner to change their mind that they also need a social life on their own? Here's what I would say if it was me and and a girl would dump all their friends like it happened to you, Anthony. I would say, listen, we all need friends. Friends are wealth in the relationship. Friends helps you through tough days, good days. Friends also helps us, you know, to diversify a life. And so it's like you take, you're cutting off many sources of oxygen for a relationship. So you cannot depend on me and be with me all the time. It's not because I don't want to see you. It's because I need to see my friends. You need to see your friends or it will break the balance in the relationship. I would share that with her, Anthony. Thanks for the Instagram DM. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tara. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Ça va? Ça va. Merci. Et toi? Eh oui, ça va. Ça va bien. Merci. So, um, what's going on? <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, how many dates um, should you let go by before you should expect to be kissed? So is there something that happened to you and you're wondering that? What brought that question into your mind? Well, here's the thing. I met this guy online and we really hit it off. I mean, we had several phone calls and text chats before we were finally able to meet up. And after the first date, um, we held hands, but he didn't kiss me. But we had a wonderful time. And the second date, same thing. And the third date same thing and i'm wondering i am ready to you know jump on him and <laughs> Ooh la la. mash my face into his face you know but he just, i don't know how long should i expect to wait that's a good question so uh there's two possibilities a the guy is not into you the reason why it's not right. happening that's one option he's not into you he likes you but he's not you know erotically attracted to you possible mm-hmm. Option number two is too shy, and you got to go for the kiss. And, ah. Uh, yes. So now, in your intuition, because that cannot go wrong, in your intuition, Tara, do you think it's option one or option two? I think it might be option two because he has, Ooh. you know, hinted around at, at, you know, how attractive I am and, Ooh. you know, how he thinks about me and things like that. So I think he's into me. Okay. It's just that I think he may be too shy. Well, then, listen, I say you go for it. And whenever the time is, you know, since you guys are holding hand, wherever and whenever, you, you know what to do. Okay. Go, go, <laughs> you, you go for it, Tara. Of course, girl, it, this is a time now. It's liberation. And I think that everybody, if they feel it, can go for a smoochie doochie. Yeah. I think so, too, because I really, really want to. And I just, I'm waiting for a move from him. And it just, I have a feeling I might be waiting forever. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to give you the most comfortable moment. You know, at the end of the night, when you say bye and get close to somebody's face, 
So you, you, you very smoothly grab his face with your two hands and then you plan to kiss. That's my technique. Okay, I'll give it a try. Yeah, because <laughs> then, then the, end is, the night is over and worst case, if he moves his head on the other side, you don't have to be confronted with more of the dinner or the evening, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, Tara. Good luck. Bonne chance à toi. Thank you so much for calling. Merci. Merci et bonsoir. Bonsoir. I'm changing gears because I got a Twitter DM from somebody who needs my help who doesn't seem to know how to move on from her last partner. And that is coming up next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous, you have a question, but you can't call in or dial in or just you're busy, you're working, you're driving. What you can do is 24-7, just send me your question through a Twitter DM, for instance, at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, Trisha, what is going on with Elisa and her ex? Elisa says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Elisa. I dated a guy long distance for three years, and I was sure he was the one. Well, after he refused to move to my city and didn't want me to move to his, we broke up. The problem is, I can't seem to move on because he won't stop communicating with me. I could block him, but that would be like closing the door for good, and I just can't. How can we move on if neither of us makes the move to actually stop talking? Now, that's a good question. How do you move on from your ex if both of you are still talking to each other? My answer and solution is next. Have you ever been in the situation, just like my uh, Twitter DM, Melissa said, you know, that she broke up with her boyfriend after he refused to move to her city after being together for a couple of years. The problem is both still are communicating to each other. And she said, I could block him, but that would be like closing the door for good. And I just can't. And then she's asking me, how can we move on without actually stopping to talk together? Well, Elisa, the question is not so much how can you do this, but why would you keep talking to somebody who obviously doesn't want to be with you and a future with you? Because remember, Elisa, he said he refused to move to your city. Basically, he refused to make any effort and he's not so into you. So you can torture yourself for a very, very long time keeping that door open. Or you can follow my advice, block him today, cry, cry and cry more until you have buried the past and you're ready to kiss the future. I hope my solution helps you and you can move on. Thanks for the DM. You call the next. How long have you been listening to my show? Just five minutes, 10 minutes, a month, a year, two years, six years? I'm asking you this because every time I hear a love story, it's something new. It's never the same. And I really, it just, I don't know if you feel the same. It's just a reminder how important it is to also hear positive stories. Because the world is not just drama. There's also people say I love you to other people all the time. So if you have a love story to share, please call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nessa. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. And yourself? Very good. I have a very special story for you. Oh, good. I'm all ears. <laughs> well, so this um, actually takes place in Paris. Uh, I um, left my hometown with my boyfriend. We bought one-way tickets to Paris and decided to move there on a whim. Um, oh. We sold everything and just we always wanted to live in Paris. And so we told everyone, hey, guys, we're buying one-way tickets and we're going to move there. And then guess what happened? What happened? I got pregnant in Paris. <laughs> 
Ooh, congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, and we have a daughter today. So we ended up uh, moving back to the States, and she was our little souvenir. <laughs> I, I love that. What's the name of your daughter? Violette. 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 By the name of the flower, Violette, mm-hmm. this purple flower. Okay. How wonderful. L- l- listen, you just, as you know, I'm French from Paris, so Nessa, you just made my night. Because uh, <laughs> Paris is a city of love, and I'm glad you and your husband went there, and I invite everybody, if you can, if you have the means or the opportunity, go check out my hometown, Paris, city of love. Thank yes. you for sharing, Nessa. Thank you very much. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. Thank you, Simon. Bonsoir. Now we're talking about Paris. Uh, listen, stay with me because I'm going to share with you why I love Paris so much and honestly what I miss about it. So that's a Parisian confession coming up next. Have you ever been to my hometown Paris? So if you've never been, here's how it goes down. The first thing you will notice, besides the customs not being very friendly, <laughs> is that French people appreciate when you speak a little French. It goes a long way. So when you wait for the cab at the airport, you say bonjour or bonjour. And then they say bonjour, they love it. And then also, the Parisians are very proud of the history of Paris and like to share that. So uh, if you have a taxi driver or Uber driver that likes to talk about all this, just don't be impatient because we're just so proud of Paris. Like maybe you are of your hometown. And then finally, and this is my first advice, breakfast. Sit down at any cafe, order coffee, tea, breakfast, and Taste the croissants. The crusty croissants. Pain au chocolat. Brioche. So the breakfast, really, it's an oral pleasure that you don't want to deny yourself. Now, stay with me because I'm going to share a little more about my hometown, Paris, next. So I'm taking the liberty to kind of describe for you the best day in Paris when you arrive. So first the breakfast and start walking if you can. Right, because Paris is a city where you want to walk and look up. My teacher, when I was like, I think seven or eight, she said, Simon, if you don't walk and look up here and there in Paris, you miss half of Paris. From Notre Dame, from the churches, from the buildings, from the architecture, from the Louvre, which is where the king used to live. It's an unbelievable palace and museum. But look out, look up, look down, look on the side. And walk, walk, walk. And when you're hungry, sit down at the cafe and order whatever you like. It's the best food. And I'm serious. I know I'm promoting it, but it's the best food in the world. I just, listen, I'm happy to be here. And I would not go back, live there because it's been my dream to be an American citizen. But for the food, <laughs> Paris still has a little upper hand on anything else in the world. So if you can, go to Paris, even for a weekend with your loved one. It's just, you'll never forget it. Now, let me get back to the show and to your questions. 855-905-8255. If you've been wondering or hesitating about something about your partner or relationship, don't wait any longer. Dial 855-905-8255. Jenny, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jenny. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So how can I help you tonight? Well, um... My husband, I love my husband. I adore my husband. He is the sweetest man in the world. And recently we were having some ooh-la-la time. Mm-hmm. And he decided to um, say, to, to talk dirty like he was in an ooh-la-la movie. <laughs> and um, 
he is so, so sweet that it sounded, it was actually kind of funny. It I, sounded ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. And I don't know what to do if he tries it again. <laughs> well, um, now, when he did it, so did you ignore it? How did you cope I with it? I pretended it, it was sexy. It was not. <laughs> I, I just sort of, you know, ripped. Replied in in ulala terms, or the the ways I assume you know people would reply. But I I don't know if I could do that again. Well then, don't do it. Even if he says something, just speak the normal way. Because um, I'm a guy, okay. So I just put myself in his shoes. If I go this way and you go a different way, I pretty quickly understand that that's not your thing. And so you don't have to tell him not to do it. You just have to not go with it and just enjoy the ooh-la-la and the romance without saying things that you don't feel comfortable saying or, you know, just play to whatever level you want to play. Maybe this word or not this word, whatever makes you, you know, also excited. So I think that's the key is never to be humiliating towards your partner, uh, but do not do or go to a place where you're uncomfortable and it becomes awkward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, but I would say this. We have to experiment if we stay together for 30, 40 years. We have to dare things. And so maybe this sounded awkward, but I like the fact that he tried. And I totally understand that's not your thing. And so you can try something else. But if we never try anything ever when it comes to romance and ooh-la-la, the monotony will be unbearable soon. Yes. So maybe you try something else too different with him, you know, whatever you like, just so that we break the monotony and the comfort zone of, Always the same thing at the same time at the same place. That makes sense. Thank you. You are welcome, Julie. Good luck to you, and I hope all goes well. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. All right. Have a good night. Bonsoir. Thank you. Bonsoir. Stay with me. More rendezvous is next. I don't know if you've been to Paris, which I was just talking about, Paris, France, and my hometown, but I want to invite you to do something very Parisian in a way, because we talk a lot about relationships back there too. I have a podcast called La Confession. Do you know this podcast? Have you checked it out? And basically, I created this podcast because I wanted to hear your story. Uh, Everything we've done, experiences, the most difficult ones that we've never shared, I want to hear them. Because just like I want to hear your love stories on the rendezvous show at night, I also want to hear what we've all made mistakes after mistakes. Why? Because we can learn from each other how to love each other better. So if you have a story, something happened to you, or if you want to hear other people's story, just go to my website, therendezvousshow.com, and check for my podcast, La Confession, where the truth always comes out. Thanks again for being with me tonight. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.